Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Spins a web, any size. Catches thieves, just like flies. Look out! Here comes the Spider-Man. And I'm Cheryl. I'm Molly. And I'm Ashby. <laughs> Welcome aboard. Please keep all hands, arms, legs, and feet inside at all times. Podcast, you are all clear. Guys, so I requested to do this one because I recently was at Islands of Adventure and it was a 20 minute wait and usually anything above a five minute wait I'm like nope noping (laughs) and won't do yeah like because you just I'm a casual walker through the theme parks I don't need to do rides I would much rather buy a beer and just stroll you don't even like rides we know I don't (laughs) yeah she's like I'll buy a beer and I don't know maybe right drinker Right. It's one of those things where when when you drag me on one, I'm like, great, cool. But it was 20 minutes, and the people I was with was like, let's do it. And the queue, I was entertained. And then I got on the ride, and the whole time I was like, oh, yeah, this is the best. And it was just so much fun. And then I remembered that it opened in 1999, and just thinking that a ride that is this old and still mm-hmm. so fun, we got to talk about it. Yeah. It's like, it's like way ahead of its time, in my opinion. Yes. Yeah, a hundred percent. I when you just told that story, I pictured like the engineers who work, worked on it, like nodding, smiling, high fiving each other. <laughs> right, saying, right. You know what, guys? This is what we do it for. This is what we, we do this. We for. did it. We did we it. We did it. <laughs> we did it. And scene. <laughs> you guys did right. it. <laughs> yeah, hats off to those people. Thank you. Wait, was that one of them? Did you just say thank you for them? Like, what was <laughs> thank you. Wow, Cheryl, confession time. Wow. I was giving my thanks to them. Oh, so okay. One of the guys who was very important to the development of the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man, which is the official name of this attraction. Oh, boy, um, here we go. Wait, this one makes sense, though. Yes. The oh, ama- no, this the, one is a great Yeah, this one's title. totally normal. The, yeah. the Amazing Adventures of Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man Adventure. Thank you. Spider-Man Spider-Man's Flight. adventure. <laughs> it's not the voyage of Spider-Man. <laughs> or it, it would wind up being Spider-Man Swing and like something dumb like that. Like, <laughs> Spider-Man Swing. Great. Spider-Man Swing. But That's Spider-Man fantastic. Swing even makes more sense than Peter Pan Fleet. Yeah. It's not Peter Pan Fly. No. Spider-Man Swang. (laughs) (laughs) This this tells you everything you need up front. You're going on an amazing adventure of Spider-Man. Yeah. Or with Spider-Man. I don't even know. But it's going to be an amazing adventure. One of the people who was kind of very important in the development of this ride went on to do like all your favorite current stuff townsend or something scott trowbridge trowbridge thank you who now works for imagineering okay yeah and he's i like him because he's from um st louis missouri which is also where i'm from fun there's something in the water there, you guys. Just wow. me, Scott Trowbridge, Nelly. No, well, even I. So I went to his like his wiki, and he has like a whole list of crazy stuff that he's done. I don't know if I'm saying this right, but Trowbridge, Trowbridge. Yeah. Trow sounds more like <laughs> drop like, trow. <laughs> bridge. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> 
Maybe his ancestors had a problem and that's where the name came from. <laughs> so this guy, yeah, he was like super important into getting Spider-Man up and running and then went on to do Harry Potter and then Galaxy's Edge. Like name an advanced theme park attraction that you love. Scott was involved. Wow. And you know what's crazy? So I'm reading about him right now since we're just learning about this amazing person that for somehow is now just coming up in our uh, podcast. He uh, went to USC, which is a huge uh, name here in LA, School for the Cinematic Arts. So like the guy went to the school to basically learn how to do movies, you know, like movies and television. And I mean, it shows, right? Like his creative brain is creating these amazing immersive rides that make you feel like you're in the movie or the show you know it's that's such a cool it's such a cool thing to see somebody coming from you know educational background to then doing rides you know it's such a great it's a good mix so groundbreaking attraction it was an opening day attraction for uh, universal's islands of adventure which meant it opened on may 28th 1999 Wow. wow um it's categorized a couple different ways so it's a motion-based 3D dark ride, 3D, 4D with an enhanced motor vehicle. Oh, that's easy. To, I bet the greeters love that. Yeah. I mean, that's not an official categorization, but <laughs> all research like pointed to all these different words. And I get it. Like it is how, especially in 1999, when this was a brand new ride system, like how do, how do you explain what this is? Like... Right. Is it a dark ride or is it a simulator or is it a thrill ride? What's going on here? Um, 3D, 4D, because it is 3D. They use utilize 3D glasses, but you're within a like a 4D set. What does 4D mean, actually, the in fourth, the theme park world? Fourth dimensional. Yeah, like that's it's almost like I've always in, like I know this isn't the official definition of it, but I've always imagined like it's breaking that fourth wall. So you're like in right like you're not sitting in a theater watching the movie that's 3d you are literally riding and inside of this 3d experience yeah they often describe theme parks describe 3d movies in a theme park as 4d because you're being sprayed with water or like air or Mm -hmm. something like there's some sort of like more physical thing to it the vehicle itself is i mean I would compare it probably to like the Indiana Jones style, right? Like the vehicle itself moves on a track, but can spin and tilt and all of those things on its own as well. Is that right? Right. Yeah, that's that's probably a very close on. comparison. Yeah. Yeah. It also the vehicle's interesting because you it's like an omni mover also because the back and the sides are are quite high. You can really only see what's happening in front of you or like above you. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. an important distinction as well. For that's ride. true. Yeah, I never, I never really thought about that. How it's, yeah, they're forcing your view in a way. Yeah, you kind of are enclosed in a little box. Yeah, you are. And the getting in, we'll talk about this later. But getting into the ride is interesting too, because then like the whole arm like comes yeah. down. It's kind of aggressive. Like get it a reminds, door. It reminds me of like a um, the um, DeLorean from Back to the Future. Yeah, but like way bulkier. Um, the ride is a five minute long ride, so that's a nice healthy length of a it's ride. It's got some I think. meat to it. It's got some meat. I wouldn't mind waiting twenty five minutes for that. Mm-hmm. And the height restriction on it is three feet four inches. So that's pretty much everybody wait I mean, is, not that everybody. How is that how it's listed it is listed actually but what, what is the translation weird. to inches there i agree that is weird that's like 30 40 40, 40 inches. inches 40 inches is pretty 
40 there. inches is test track. Like, why would you why would you say three feet, four inches? Is that a universal thing? It may be a Wikipedia <laughs> thing. I don't think so. Oh, I think it's okay, a Wikipedia okay. thing. I was like, yeah. nobody lists it as feet. Yeah, I, one, because, like, we're one of the only countries that doesn't use the metric system. But whatever. Okay. Anyways. That's for another type of podcast where we explore the metric system. We, it should be hands. Like, oh, you have to be 10 hands tall. Tans. Tans. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for putting it in feet because, like, when people talk about their kid being 47 months old, my brain just right. is like, oh, I know. Like, I need you to round I it know. somehow. Yeah. Like, I... make this change into a dollar. I got to get out of here. I don't need 100 pennies. Like, stop. Mm. There was a there was a skit I watched one time where it was like that where there it was a bunch of ladies who they had all had their children but they were like comparing ages and they're like oh yeah my son's you know seventy five months old <laughs> <laughs> so here here's here's a fun fact though uh, I just did the math and I am currently at oh, four hundred and forty four <laughs> months old. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to start saying that from now on. Do you know how many inches tall you are? Can you ride this ride? Oh, oh. what is it? What are is you it tw- over 40 inches? So I'm six feet tall. So six times tall. So I'm 72 inches tall. Hey, Ooh. guess what? I can ride this. <laughs> Cheryl, I have some pictures of us at Universal up next to their like, this, which I actually find very helpful at the front of the Ooh, two Universal yes. parks. I remember they have that signs. Yeah, they have signs that say the names of all their attractions and then a line where you have to be this tall to ride it's very helpful that is that's kind of nice i like that yeah i don't know if i've talked about it before but how like hershey park does the different candies have i talked about that on here i don't think so that's okay i'm I'm so intrigued I'll, i'll mention it real quick so uh one thing i like about um hershey park i don't know if they still do it but when i was a kid you could go and kind of a similar thing at the front of the park you could like pre-measure yourself to see where you fit as far as like rides you could do. And they had it categorized by like different candies. So like, I don't remember exactly what they were, but like if you were over, you know, three feet tall, you were a Reese's uh, cup. Or if you were over four feet tall, you were a Hershey bars, something like that. And so on the map and at the rides, they had it so like, it would say like, oh, if you're a Hershey bar, then you can go on this ride. And then they would obviously still measure you at the front. But that was like a cool way to make a kid feel kind of fun about like, I'm a I'm a Reese's cup. How fun is that? Did they then give them out? Because that would be even better. No. How much free candy do you get at Hershey Park? <laughs> I'm almost positive they do that at SeaWorld too. It's like your you're Shamu a... mm-hmm. or a oh, walrus yeah, or something. Yeah. You're yeah, a yeah. dolphin club or something. Hey, I like it a... too. You're a penguin, you small fry. It's kind of a way for them to get involved. They'll be like, I'm I'm a fishy. I'm in the fishy club. And you're like, you sure are, Johnny. You can't ride shit. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the parents are like, that's great. Let's go. We got to get in line. Come on. We got to get to the hospitality house. Remember when SeaWorld used to have hospitality houses? Yes. Where they'd that's... give you two free samples of beer? Yeah. The pairing. It was so Here's good. Here's a beer with a piece of chocolate. Back when it was sponsored by Anheuser-Busch. No longer. Yeah. That's the thing, if you ever work at SeaWorld, the people who've worked there longer will not let you forget that you don't get free beer anymore. Yeah. Wait, did we get free, free beer? Oh, you mean like, beer. oh, I see yeah. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. when I worked there? I worked at a, I worked at Aquatica for a year. Yeah. And Wait, that was, and you got free beer uh-huh, by was, working there? Yeah. On your page, you get them on your 
like a like a six pack on your on your paycheck. Stop it. I swear to God. Every paycheck you would get. I think it was maybe once a month. That, now that I'm thinking about okay. it. Okay, I'm just like <laughs> thinking it was about awesome. Like, well, so. What were we? We were three foot, four inches to ride Spider-Man. Yeah, it got to be 40 inches. So I hope you measure up. Yeah, it's located in Marvel Superhero Island at Islands of Adventure, which I have some thoughts on. Yeah. It's considered to be like a revolutionary ride in theme parks. It won like best ride 12 years in a row or something oh, crazy. That's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Well deserved. I mean, I, think it's I well remember... Deserved going when islands of adventure opened because um growing up in central florida like that was a huge it was always a huge deal when a theme park opened i remember animal kingdom big deal came a bunch of times that year same with islands of adventure i remember the first time i came the rosie o'donnell show was still a thing and she was in the park riding it like she yeah i think she was like doing her show at the park and i walked past her at the hulk and i told everyone in grade school the next day it was i think that was the first thing you ever said to me when we met thank you i felt very (laughs) popular that day when i was like guys i saw rosie o'donnell no big no big (laughs) wow that was a good show i forgot all about that so fun i I think i watch that show every day wait and then didn't she like fling the koosh balls or whatever it was all the time yeah and she had the biggest crush on tom cruise Oh, that's right. That was so weird. It was so weird. Yeah, and that was before Tom Cruise got so weird. So, like... Right. It was, like, the sweet spot in, like, non-weird, weird times. Because NSYNC was on there all the time. I used to tape them on VHS. Oh, my gosh. She, like, loved that. She may have been, like, a funding them at a certain point. I think that's why she was a part of Tarzan and trashing the camp or whatever. Maybe that's why they sang with her. Didn't she have, like, a... Wasn't there, like, a person she would talk to on the side? I feel like it, but John all I McDaniel. Can think of is- yes. John McDaniel and what was their band name? It was like the McDees or something, or Mc. What the heck was it? It was John McDee and the. Oh, that's so funny! I forgot all about. Well, I need need you to look this up, but I'm going to tell you some brief history of Please. Spider-Man. Spider-Man was again an opening day attraction in Islands of Adventure. Cheryl went to the opening. They opening did. park several times that there. summer, which is great. Islands of Adventure has kind of a funny history, and we've touched on this before, and I know we'll deep dive here one day, but the brief history here is it was obviously a part of Universal Studios' big push in the mid-90s to stake their claim in Central Florida as like a resort destination. They wanted to take, they wanted to really compete with Disney. So they did a multi-year expansion that included a second gate, a second theme park, an entertainment district, and then several hotels. And Islands of Adventure was the second theme park. It went through its own um, evolution of what was Islands of Adventure. It was not called that to begin with. It was going to be all based on books, like famous literature, basically. Yeah, and so there was all, from day one, there was always going to be a comic book section. But they wanted DC Comics, and they never reached a deal. Yeah. Scandal. So... Uh, fortunately, I guess at the time, Marvel, Marvel, the comic book group, um, was totally bankrupt, and they began selling off a lot of their rights. Can you imagine? I know. <laughs> so they sold off movie rights to a ton of different studios in order to start making Marvel movies. So then, like, there was a surge in the early two thousands of superhero movies, but they were from all different movie studios, and they sold exclusive theme park rights to Universal. Hmm. Which we'll touch on later. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, 
That's so interesting to know because, like, nowadays, you know, Disney clearly bought Marvel and is, like, dominating all of it. But then you hear these little tidbits about how, like, oh, not Spider-Man, not X-Men because I think those are owned by Sony. So, like, wow, wow, wow. I could have looked this up a a million years ago, but I'm so excited that you told (laughs) me and I don't have to. Yeah, the superhero stuff is all connected and it's all big business. And so that kind of is gross. (laughs) But then there's money in big business. So they're are able to get rides made and these huge blockbuster movies made. So pretty interesting. But they went with um, the attraction Spider-Man as like the headliner attraction in the land because he is probably the most well-known Marvel superhero. Mm-hmm. Of all time. And actually, Which, the hmm. same reason Disney is also building a Spider-Man ride in Disneyland right now. It's because mm-hmm. he's the most well-known. It's so funny because, like, I mean, I'm a, I, I'm a big, big comic fan, but I was never a comic book fan. My, like, my exposure to comics was through television. So, like, X-Men, I wa- that was, like, the first probably comic thing I watched as a cartoon and Spider-Man, I watched a little bit, but I didn't get... So for me, like, I don't know. Like, I It'd be interesting to, like, poll people, because I know that Spider-Man is, like, probably the w- most well-known, but I'd love to know, is there a certain demographic that maybe doesn't think that, you know? Because, like, the time that I grew up, I feel like Spider-Man became a cartoon maybe when I was just a little bit past the point of watching that. I don't know. I'd say from my perspective, and I've never, I've literally never read a comic book in my life, except for the new Kylo Ren. I just ordered them. Oh. Um, Very interested. Um, So can't say that for much longer, but I've never read a comic book. Um, I don't even particularly like, to this day, don't particularly like superhero movies. Um, Okay. Don't dislike. I don't dislike. Okay. Well. I just hate cops. Man. So someone who like doesn't have any opinions on superheroes or comics, I know a lot about Spider-Man. So I would say I would vote for that to be accurate. Yeah. Just kind of pop culture references to Spider-Man. I know that he does that with his hand and his wrist, like the web. Like I'm doing it right now. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm doing that action. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Calm down with your web slinging. All right. I agree. There are more people, like when you pull... More people like when I ask who's your favorite superhero, it's always Spider Man, and it's very rarely like anyone else, or it's uh, like it's because so of the weird. movies I find. I guess I just don't like. Well, I also like got burnt out real fast. Like after the first set of movies came out, I was good, and then like it's like I'm getting beat upside the head with a frying pan Spider Man. Like it just yes. won't stop. But I think, and that's, that's why I think though. I get. No, I was just going to say, I think that's why I get, like, so turned off now by it. It's like, I'm just like, I'm done with Spider-Man. There are so many other comic book heroes. Who is your favorite comic, then? Mine, personally? hmm Doctor Strange. And oh. it took forever for him to actually come out of the, the book onto the screen. And, oh, interesting. You know, whatever. But, but I also know that that's, like, more of an obscure, you know. I get it. I just feel like. We need to move on from I, Spider-Man. I feel like Doctor Strange is the most is most similar to like Star Trek, which is also your oh, favorite. For sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think also, Spider-Man, aside from the new Tom Holland ones, like those are the people who love like Spider-Man comics, Spider-Man, like in general. Like those original movies didn't do it. And then now like the Disney movies are the ones that are right. swaying those votes. Yeah, that makes sense. That does make sense. I kind of like the the newer ones I find to be entertaining. 
Agreed. I, yeah, I, I don't mind them, and I'll still <laughs> I'll still watch them because it's a superhero movie. Yeah, I'm ready for let's. I mean, I guess it, whatever. We focused on a gazillion of them now. There's every star that's out there is a superhero now. Um, I also will say, as far as like pop culture icon stuff, the Tobey Maguire, Ugh. Kirsten Dunst, Spider Man kiss is just a part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nope, I'm alone. Oh, I'm looking no, around. I, I I'm mean, alone on this island. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely like a, a fame, like like you're saying, like a pop culture. It's, like yeah, it's it like is a for moment. Sure. It yeah. won Best Kiss at the MTV Movie Awards like yeah. six years in a row. Oh, I think. wow! <laughs> Which I also taped. On my Rosie O'Donnell VHS <laughs> tape. Oh, wait. Okay, so I did find out Rosie O'Donnell, the show, it was John McDee and the... No, it was John McDee... No, John McDaniel and the McDLTs. There we go. Oh! Wow. So yeah. you were kind of spot on with like, I the I was food. right with the whole McDonald's mm. reference. Yeah. They were really fun. Thank you for looking ho- that up. I hope Thank Rosie's you. excited about us being... Uh, yeah. So... so uh, such big fans, fans of hers. We'll definitely share this with her. For yeah. sure. Maybe she'll maybe she'll call in. <laughs> oh, Rosie? Yeah, I, uh I don't who does her voice? That's not even right. <laughs> That's someone yelling into a I microphone. I don't know who that is. Yeah. There's another uh superhero ride in Superhero Island and it's the Doctor Doom uh the... Fearfall, Freefall. Yeah. Um, I used to love that ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could talk about it. Like, the ride system is really basic. It's like a standard amusement park, like, drop thing. But there's some, there's a couple interesting things there. But that's not today's episode. No. no. I don't I even want to talk ride, about that ride. No, and the only thing I can say about that ride is it came out in a time where, like, I was chicken. And then I was like, I'm going to ride it. And I conquered it. And I felt cool. So then I was like, oh, mm. I love this ride. But it had. I have a real, it. like, I have a bad guest experience with that ride, which we can share for, you know. When we actually have that particular, are we going to really have a show about that ride? Because no. I might not be there. No, so share your <laughs> okay, I'll experience share. right well, now. Well, so I hadn't ridden it at all because, like, whatever. It, you know, as when I went to Universal, that area obviously had aged quite a bit. Spider Man was definitely a yes, and then it was like I'm going to continue on and walk through, you know, old cartoon land. Sure. Um, but anyways, there was one day that was like, oh, let's go check out, you know, Doctor Doom because I'd never been. And it was like, wait time, 20 minutes. And I was like, ugh, 20 minutes for this thing? Okay. Right? So I get in line, and I, we were in line for like 45 minutes. Mm. And I don't know what happened. I'm assuming there was a downtime or something, but there was no communication. We stood in this one part of the queue for way too long. I was so annoyed. And then when I wrote it and was like, wait, this is like at the carnival where you just go up and down a little bit. I was really just so disappointed in that attraction. <laughs> Yeah, that would be awful. That's one of yeah. those, like, you can only go on it with a less than five-minute wait and just be yeah. like, yay, thanks. Like, ugh. Yeah, it was pretty bad. I definitely misspoke a couple minutes ago, too, when I said that Spider-Man was the headliner. I guess Hulk is the headliner. Oh, for sure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I guess but so. Spider-Man, I don't know. I mean, be interesting to kind of see what those plans were because those are two huge attractions. Like Hulk is a giant roller coaster, but it's not groundbreaking in any way. Spider-Man right. is groundbreaking. I think for Orlando, though, it was like the first really big roller coaster that we had. Because like you think of Disney, like they don't really have a lot of those. SeaWorld definitely hadn't started yet. And like, yeah, that's true. 
Holt kind of was, I remember that being, like, a big deal, and, like, that was the thing that Rosie had just read when I walked past her, so, like, she was raving about it to the cameras. Rosie! Rosie is a big part of this podcast (laughs) episode, and I love it. Marvel Superhero Island will always be Rosie O'Donnell land to me. Rosie Hero Island. And thank you yes. for this podcast for sharing that with the world. Can I also say something about Superhero Island that's not going to surprise anyone or anyone who's listened to this podcast for more than one Please. week? <laughs> too loud. Turn the music down. It is. Oh, my God. It's too loud. And it's just like bad music. <laughs> it's bad background music. There, There is. I didn't think there was such a thing. There's such a thing. And it's in Marvel Superhero Island. It's too loud. And that. I don't think that music has been updated since the 90s because no. it's like old school 90s. Like it, it reminds me of watching the cartoons for sure. But in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> like there are, there are a lot of things in a, that can remind you of watching the cartoons in a good way. There are a lot, it's, it's, it's very bright and action oriented and all those good things. The music is bad. It really is. I like so, it. Oh, well, you and Rosie, I guess. <laughs> we enjoy it together. It's so funny. All right. Too um, loud. <laughs> let's see. So the Spider-Man line. T- t- talk to me about the queue a little, Cheryl. Sure. So you're entering the Daily Bugle, which is, has most of you know, where Peter Parker works. He's a photographer. He's not very much liked by his boss, J. Jonah Jameson. Um, so you're going in there. The... I think the storyline is that there are three supervillains who have kind of come together and I think they stole the Statue of Liberty. Is that really all they did? I don't... Well, wait, I have some background. I have background background questions. Why doesn't... Why doesn't his boss like Spider-Man? Peter, why doesn't... Why? What's the relationship there? Well... Because he doesn't like Spider-Man. He thinks he's a menace. And then Peter Parker keeps trying to, like, prove Spider-Man is great. And he's just like, no, not having it. I need you to be a yes man. Stop it. Go get better pictures. Mm -hmm. I see. I see. Now, I get the Spider-Man backstory mixed up with the Batman backstory. Or no, sorry. (laughs) The Superman backstory. Because aren't they both journalists? Yeah, they both work at the paper. The Daily Planet is on the Superman side. Is Perry White's Clark Kent's boss? It's Perry. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Perry it's, Ellis? But he li- it's wait, <laughs> hold on. It is, what's happening? It's uh, Perry. It is li- Perry White. Yeah, 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 yeah. He likes Clark Kent. It's Lois okay. Lane that's a bit salty to Clark, but yes. loves yes. Superman. Clark's like the goody boy at mm-hmm. the yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. At the Daily Bugle, I think Peter Parker is like a freelance photographer and J. Jonah Jameson is just like, I want to find out how Spider-Man is a villain. And he's like, nobody's great. Interesting. It reminds me of those, you know, like, uh, and they make fun of it too, like those old, like, police movies where you had that, the chief that was always yelling out of the office, like, get in here! (laughs) And, like, getting after them because they were causing a ruckus on the Yeah, like in the Bad Boys franchise when he's just like, you know, half of Miami and cost me a million dollars. Right, 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 right. That's how, that's what I think of uh, uh, Jameson. A hundred percent. And I love that, what, J.K., Simmons has played him in like two different oh, iterations yes. of Spider-Man yes. because he's the only person who should ever play. Him. I mean, he was yeah he, he he was drawn into that role before <laughs> they even knew he existed. It was so good. Yes, it's like Stanley had a fever dream that became an actual human. <laughs> right. But so you're going into the Daily Bugle and it is completely empty. Like clearly work had been being done, but all of these reporters have like. Sc- 
are scared of what's going on and are not showing up to work. They have all used their call-in days for the year. And so J. Jonah Jameson is, like, freaking out. He's like, hey, like, I need people to get me the scoop. What? That comes into play later. Whoa. You're basically being, you as the guest are being hired as a freelance journalist to get the scoop, and they call their ride vehicles the scoop. And I kept asking if that was an acronym for something, and no one would answer, and I don't think it is. But I think yeah. I kept trying to think a long of what acronym. it could be. Right. It's like That's a weird name though. Yeah. I mean Spider Man Crime Crime Operation. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. <laughs> Observation. Observation. Ooh. I keep wanting to Pro- say pooper. <laughs> I know, I want to say poop too. Um, pooper. Protector. <laughs> <laughs> Protect pilot pilots. So it's pilot. not an acronym. You just are nope. getting no. in the scoop. Nope. Nope. That's a weird name. I don't like it. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's like but a forced the, story moment, I feel like. So, but when I went the other week, because as soon as I entered the queue, I was like, I want to do this as an episode. So I got a little bit of details for you. So Thank you're walking you. through and you start to feel like you're going back into the comics. So I think that's why this ride is so awesome and stands up because mm-hmm. it, you are walking oh. into those comics. So even if it feels dated, even if it feels old, it's supposed to, and it does in all the right ways, and not in like a, oh, this is a 20-year-old attraction, and it should get revamped kind of a way. Right. That makes so much more sense. I always just thought they were like, I in my head, I was always like, why are all these chairs painted this horrible gray color? <laughs> but, so that's the thing I, I, like, I was like, hey, do you guys have any, like, insider info that, you know, you tell brag your friends about and like most of them are like no and i'd be like what does scoop stand for and they'd be like i'm not telling like they'd mess with me like that <laughs> but then one of the guys was like yeah we all wear purple like all of our costumes are purple because that's what the background illustrations of people like if you ever see a spider-man comic oh, right like he's saving right. the day with like a girl wow. in the front but they might have like an outline of somebody just colored all in purple in the background wow i love yeah. that i love that's that that's smart i love that yeah so that's why a lot of, like, the images are all just that one blue color and very, like, faded. It's because, you know, when you look at a picture of a desk in a comic book, you might just see the newspaper. The rest of it is all kind of just outlined and colored in one color. I love, I love that, that detail. I do, too. And I did not know that. I, I always, um, going through the queue, would note that, yeah, you're in just, like, a newsroom with all these empty desks, right? And everything was just very muted. But it makes sense. That's what it would look like in a comic. It would be like like matte colors. So I like it a lot more now. On what they want you to focus on. The really sweet thing, and I think it definitely, they changed it a lot in the ride, is there is, you go into the main bullpen of what the reporters might be doing. There's like a break room kind of, or you might get a bagel. But then as you go a little bit farther, it looks maybe like an interrogation room. I'm not quite sure, but it's like a desk that's behind like a a cage and there's just nonstop like pictures of like Stan Lee and it, they make it look like maybe he's a loved one on that person's desk or something but there's a lot of just throwback to him ever since he passed it's, it's really sweet it makes you like tear up if you think too long about it good for mm-hmm. Universal very detailed cue I'm impressed mm-hmm. I wish you also oh go ahead go. 
I was just saying, I wish that, though, you know how there were those hidden Mickey books, like, back in, like, the early 2000s that were, like, show you where all the hidden Mickeys, but they kind of got rid of oh, that? Oh, yeah. I honestly wish that there was, like, a, hey, I can buy this brochure of this cute, and you're going to point out every single detail and tell me the story, because all of that is, like, missed on me on, like, the first 20 times I go through a place. It's not until someone forces me to look it up on Wikipedia that I'm like, oh, my God, that's what happened? Because I, I right. miss all of that. right. I mean, I guess that's what we're here for to do. Well, you're welcome, audience. Well, it's and it's also like, and it's such a weird thing because they they put all this work into these beautiful, like we'll just call them sets for a better you know term. And you know, a lot of times it's like, oh, the cast members or the or the the um, team members are going to be the ones that really share the story. And it's like, yeah, in a perfect world where they're not trying to like push people through a ride, you Look know, like I think sometimes, yeah, right. It, I think sometimes it gets. There's a there's a bit of a a heavy uh, responsibility that's laid on the cast slash team members that yeah I wish they could because like like you say I would love to walk through I'd love it if a cast member was with me walking through the queue pointing out all the cool stuff because I'm gonna miss most of it right and uh, I, I don't know I I I I would love it if there was like a guidebook or something and I mean that would sell you know put a book in a in a shop that has like stories of all of our cues you know I, oh yes that's like all i want to read yeah i'd I mean, read through that for sure should we create some merchandise sure right cue <laughs> stories coming soon Q tales stories. from the queue oh it, love but it. it is it tales from the queue that's great <laughs> But anyways, i i just i i actually th i just feel bad for the amount of work and creativity that goes into some of the wonderful uh attractions i think it gets lost and i think over time stories get lost and it's like oh i wish that they would they probably have it documented somewhere but like why not make that available people would love to to read about that stuff yeah i totally agree isn't there cheryl um a room and maybe you mentioned this already but there's a room in the line um where they are showing off like a model of the ride vehicle did you mention yes. that yeah, and that's because the first you go through like the bullpen, and then there's the Stanley Memorial Hallway, I guess, and then you kind of go into like a bigger room, and there's like a little model in the middle of it, and there's a big screen at the front, and that's where um, J. Jonah Jameson is kind of just screaming at you like, <laughs> "I need people, like you're gonna be the person," and Peter Parker's like, "Isn't this dangerous? Like, what's happening?" And then he like kind of like hears that there's a problem and he opens up his shirt and he's like oh never mind and like closes it because there's a spidey suit in there and you're like oh what's happening i'm gonna be a part of this um but yeah that's all going on in the middle of that queue um so how does the ride loading work area well it is a 3d attraction which mm -hmm. is never my favorite but you get your glasses well, why is it not your favorite because you can't actually see 3d because i can't <laughs> very well. i have to like close an 3D? eye i have to close like one eye i have to squint a little wait but then it's not 3d it's like, is that like a thing? Well, no, if I do close one eye, it is three. It does work. Like I can see stuff coming at me. Wait, in, is there something wrong with me? Hold on I a second. I think your brain might be weird. Oh, well, Isn't... confirmed, but with this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I feel know. like your your brain has had to accommodate because like uh, depth perception, I feel like you need two angles of vision <laughs> to oh. figure out the depth. 
uh well that makes sense i fall a lot I oh trip a lot. boy oh no maybe oh one eye has depth perception but the second eye counterbalances it so you don't have it but then when you just use that one eye you're good <laughs> well i guess i'm thinking about it it's probably more of a squint than a than like a, mm. a closing an eye <laughs> so everything's actually just fuzzy and nothing is 3d kind of it's <laughs> like man those screens are really outdated yeah i'm like yeah these are not clear, clear. <laughs> it just doesn't look very good yeah wow okay but the cool thing with like 3d nowadays is i'm you rarely need the glasses it still is a pretty cool like it's not that weird fuzzy unless it's too far away and at that point who's paying attention anyway right, so, right. yeah that's true but you mentioned that because you have to grab glasses you do grab glasses mm-hmm. or don't if you're of like mind of me, but <laughs> oh, you just don't wear them. I just don't wear them. Okay. And I always feel bad at the end, like when people are discarding them. If there's someone there, I'm like, I never grabbed them. I never grabbed. I don't want them to think I'm. Oh stuck. yeah, you're like, I yeah. didn't steal them. Yeah, yeah. hide them somewhere. Because I'm sure. Because we know why that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Your eyeballs. Plus, things I no- didn't know is the universal ones. They have like a, a sensor, and if it gets too far away from the ride, it starts squealing at you. Are you serious? I'm serious. They're thicker. You'll see. And there's like a sign that says sensor or alarm goes off if taken from the building or something. They're definitely more high tech. funny. Oh, yeah. Well, they added not the same feature, but they added a similar feature to the um, for Flight of Passage. um, Really? Yeah. In uh, whatchamacallit? Why can't I remember the name of it? Pandora, the World of Avatar. when you yeah it's got a little sensor in it so when you leave the attraction because you have to walk through the merchandise shop they have a almost like those things at the store when you walk through and the alarm goes off and and you didn't really steal it yeah so they have that alarm set up in the merch shop which is great for the merch cast because whenever somebody tries to steal glasses they have to deal with it oh my god but they because those glasses are so expensive compared to some of the other attractions on property. Yeah, Interesting. Hard magic yeah. I didn't know that Universal had done it at all. That's amazing that they have that. I love it. And what are you going to do with 3D glasses at home? Nothing. Uh, like know, the old so ones, stupid. great, cool. Break off the arms, scrapbook it, whatever. But these new ones, just <laughs> give them Speaking back. Speaking from experience. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, she's like, I have a whole book full. But like these new ones, not so much. Break. Yeah. No one's ever thought of that before. Break off break off the sides and scrapbook it. I totally <laughs> do. I, ha- I have the like bugs. I'm ratting myself out here but oh my god get me disney whoa whoa <laughs> okay, witness okay. challenge has been <laughs> thrown out there <laughs> but yeah so you grab your glasses and then that's when the guys in purple are gonna group you into it i don't know how many in a row but maybe like eight but there's two rows and you get into your weird box oh, it was like eight in a row good lord Ooh, wouldn't that be crazy but then um that's when the weird wall that we were talking about comes out because it is just a square so the thing is just kind of a on a the door is on a hinge and it just flies above you and then it kind of comes yeah. back down much like the back to the future car but also different right it is it, it that's a like a weird i'd love to know the function behind that because i feel like why not just put a hinge door on it uh-huh. that opens i mean i guess it, at a gate you that'd be hard to do you'd have to have it further away from the gate opening it definitely feels like since this was the first in this type of ride vehicle you know so it was so groundbreaking at the time that they were just like this is how we have to do it we cannot do doors doors will not work <laughs> like right, it was right. it was something that they just like didn't deal with because i don't know other things were more important that's kind of what it feels like or the opposite <laughs> right. where they were like this is gonna be cool looking 
I bet it was probably cool because, I mean, it is really, I mean, the only ride I can think of that has a weird door like that that opens up like <laughs> the DeLorean door. I can think of a I few. Think of well, wait. So Safari so does the... it. Um, the new King Kong, like Universal does it a lot. And even like the Backlot Tour, I think, used to have something like that too. But didn't uh, the original oh, Back the to the Future lot... ride did yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Right, Simpsons has oh, a very similar. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. So maybe... I forgot about the Backlot Tour. That thing. Yeah. That was a massive door that opened yeah. up towards you. <laughs> that yeah. was really weird. Yeah. Interesting. It doesn't feel like the most the best door type, but it was used. It's used a lot. In fact, yeah. maybe they very that's much funny. don't want you to jump out, and that's like the best way to do it. Right. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I'll jot that down in theme park mysteries to be explored later. Yeah, why that door? Why Why no <laughs> door? <laughs> Mr. Townsend, Tungzan, whatever his name was. Trow. Trow. Remember Drop Trow Bridge. Trow yeah, Bridge. Get rid of this Mr. Pants Bridge. Why would you do that? And if I remember correctly, isn't it a little bit like stadium seating in a way where it's like, I think so. yeah. as you go back, it, it it's more a little, a little elevated. elevated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you're definitely right. I do right like that when rides is, do that. It is very dinosaur-esque. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Does dinosaur so, do that? Yes. Oh, I don't think and I've ever I, noticed that in dinosaur. I just, I, I, the only reason I remember that specifically is because I just wrote Indy uh, at oh, Disneyland I and I forgot because all the rows are incrementally higher as you go back to, so you can see everything. But, so the 3D glasses are supposed to be your night vision goggles. That's keeping with the theme. And you That's a good story. Oh, That's a good storyline. Right, right, right. And so you're in Manhattan where I guess they live and you're going to go on an adventure. An amazing because, adventure. Yeah, you're going to go on an amazing adventure because the the villains have all come together. The Sinister Syndicate, which is a group of bad guys. Whoa. And bad guys don't often work together. So this is kind of like, this is kind of cool. They're on the loose. And that's why no one has come to work. Everyone's freaking out. But um, one of these bad guys, villains, has what they refer to as an anti-gravity cannon, where I guess if you shoot something at it, at something else, it be, it loses its gravity pull so it can yeah. float. I think that's the function of the anti-gravity cannon. Yeah, um, duh. And they well, I don't, I don't, I mean, like, but like, why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, what purpose does know. that weapon serve other than it's it's more that one's more fashion over function? Kind of, yeah. That's definitely just like a stupid comic book villain that weapon where they're <laughs> right. like, this is so fun, but it doesn't like why. The why in this situation is they've stolen the Statue of Liberty again. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Is this a Carmen well, San Diego thing? Like I <laughs> feels like Carmen San Diego a little bit. I don't know, but like I feel like too because um it's the hobgoblin who is like what the other goblin's son and then like I think one of Venom's kids that. or something. So maybe it's just like these villains, like rowdy, crazy kids who are like, Wow, we have what? superpowers, we're gonna go crazy. Okay. So I I wrote down the names of these villains. I've never heard of any of them. And you're telling me now that these are this is the offspring of other villains I've never heard of? So uh, yeah. Well, the Hobgoblin is for sure. Who's Hobgoblin's parents? Goblin? Defoe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Look, all I know is James Franco was Willem right. Defoe's kid, and Willem Defoe was something bad, and then, you know, James Franco became bad, and he's the Hobgoblin. I don't remember who his dad was. Interesting. Ashby, okay. help me with this. Well, I can't because I'm not a DC fan. I so I'm like, <laughs> this is 
like, but this isn't even DC. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Damn it, that but... excuse doesn't work either. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, um, but help us with this one, Marvel. No, I, oh, but like I told you, I, I'm not a big Marvel fan. Okay. So the Green Goblin, the story is the Green Goblin and Spider-Man become arch rivals. And I mean, spoiler alert, I think Spider-Man winds up killing the Green Goblin, or at least in the movies he did. Which is Willem Dafoe. And then James Franco, right. or the Hobgoblin, who is his kid, is pissed at Spider-Man for it. Well, so fair. I mean. Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's almost like something you hear in a lot of, like. <laughs> uh, We're always avenging death. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. gotta get revenge on my parents someone's, being killed. Someone's gotta forgive someone at some point. That's all I have to say. Right, right. Oh, also, I think I just said I'm not a fan of Marvel, and that's not true. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. You know, figure it out. <laughs> I know. Listen, I got confused. Is it, is it DC? I know. What, do you, what not... do you like? My main point here is I'm not a big fan of Spider-Man, so that's why I don't oh, have okay. a lot got of it. knowledge on this okay. particular brand. We accept that answer. So we got, we got this villain named Scream. So, and Scream is... a. Uh, is a pro is a spawn of venom, so that's where I get the kid thing of. So oh. they have five spawns, and Scream is one of them from Venom, who I'm not sure of. And I just want to put out there that I'm very sorry if any of our listeners are avid Marvel people, because that Correct. wasn't the goal of this episode. And please no. add us at Instagram, like tell us what's up. Tell we'll, us. We'll do a mini episode where we have to like call back everything we're trying to do. I mean, fair. I mean, it not it's not going to be many, I imagine. Um, how, do you, how do you know so much about Venom? Um, I, well, Cheryl. the friend that I was with when I rode this most recent time, because mm-hmm. I had so much fun on that ride, and when I got yeah. off, it was like I had, had never questions. ridden it before. Yeah, and so I was sure. like, who is that? And they're like, oh, that's this person. And so it kind of helped me understand. Great. Well, God, fr- yeah, we all need friends like that. Thank you, friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, we've also got Electro. He's my least favorite. Mm. I hate that part in the ride, which we'll get yes. to. But mm-hmm. we got the Hobgoblin, which I know a lot about now. Um, Hydro Man. Hydro Man. He's annoying. Um, I hate when they spit at you in any ride. Yeah, yeah, you do hate that. And Doctor Octopus, or they call him Doc Ock. Doc Ock. That's the one I do know. He's scary looking. He's kind of the ringleader, right? Or some somewhat. Yeah. Yes. He's usually like the brains behind operations because he's pretty smart. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we start the ride and we're kind of in this yeah NYC back alley. There's like you can hear like um, police officer sirens, which you can usually hear in the background of my audio as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, so any like, major city. It's yeah. pretty similar. Um, you hear the in voice. The scoop. You're in the scoop. You hear the voice. You see the Spidey Spider-Man signal, which is like kind of a ripoff of Batman, right? A mm-hmm. little bit, little oh, bit. Yeah. Um, and then you, yeah, the the Jameson guy comes on and he's like, "This is gonna be fun. Look out for Spider-Man or something, mm-hmm. something like that." Wow, that was a great impression. Thank you. I pulled that straight from the ride. That was actual <laughs> audio. I think he was like, "Keep your eyes open. Get us the yeah. scoop. Like, do it." Kind of. He's do like, it. "Get your job done, ma'am." Yeah, because we right. gotta get. We want to get paid. We're independent contractors. You know, sure. we don't have benefits. No, like if we don't get something tonight, we don't get paid. So let's do it. So then Spider-Man jumps out and he's like, "This is gonna be the craziest night of my life." And yours. And that's where the 3D effect comes into play because he points at you. Ugh, it's 
the greatest kick off to a ride. I've never known he points at you. <laughs> Wait, it's not a bit. It's not like flinging a pie in our face. That's not, not the three D effect here. It's a simple finger. I'm, out. I'm going to Muppets. Yeah, like, yeah it's better. <laughs> um, there is a Stan, um, a Stanley cameo right at this point as well. There's a lot of them. Oh really? I only know of this first one. So it's like a you you have a near miss collision with a trash truck, and he's driving the trash truck. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't know how I I I wanted to look up, but I couldn't find anything anywhere. But I don't remember there being as many Stanley cameos as there are today. And I wonder if they recently added them in. But honestly, it's a Where's Waldo almost every single scene he's in it. Can you? Oh, wow. Go through those right now, actually. Yeah, so I know that there is, there's the the truck that drives at you, and he's definitely the driver, because you can see him very clearly. Um, there's, I think, a car that crashes, and he's the driver, too, and he jumps out. There's a scene where the... A Terrible marquee, driver. <laughs> yeah, right. Not great. There's a marquee of, like, a movie theater that, like, gets anti-gravityed and starts flying, and he's underneath it, and it... It almost starts looking like The Sims, where he's just the only background character that you have in every single scene, and he's always where he shouldn't be, and, like, turns and runs the other way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it gets pretty comical, but it's it's so sweet just because it's him and everything that's happened. I, I think maybe they did add, add some things recently, because that was not listed in a lot of these, like, historical articles about the ride, so. Very cool. Um, the first villain... Oh, no, so then we, like, find ourselves in a, a warehouse... Um, and we see the Statue of Liberty, like, floating, pieces of it floating, and we run face into the villains. Mm -hmm. Damn it. So quickly. Yeah, it is interesting how it's like, bam. Not a lot of lead up there. Um, but then Electro, this is my least favorite part, Electro kind of jumps at, he threatens us, and then he jumps at us, and he tries to shock us with a giant plug. (laughs) This is not how plugs work. Yeah, he, like, plugs well, it into the front of our car and, like, blah, blah. Yeah, but that, that's just not how. Oh, that's the pie effect. That's that cheap, like, let's give you a fun 4D effect and it, like, rattles the vehicle. I don't like the rattling feeling. That's it's, it's weird. Yeah. We should mention that, so the what makes Spider-Man so cool is that you're weaving in and out. In this ride vehicle, you're weaving in and out of a bunch of actual physical sets and then pretty well-executed screen, 3D screens. Mm-hmm. Um, that are like two stories high or whatever, and they're you can tell because the characters themselves are kind of cartoonish, but it's not it's it's actually it's really it's really well done. I mean, there's a reason yeah. this people yeah. love this ride, so and I would say like as you go through like I, I remember it being kind of action packed like it's just one thing after another because you go from the you know, we got electrocuted to then, like, I think, what, like, a couple of the other ones pop up and, like, I think Scream does a little scratch do And then uh, Hydra show or Doctor, what is his name? Hydra Man shows up. And it's, like, it's just everything's happening. And it's, it is, it's a little bit of a sensory overload, I think, at times, which is really cool. It feels like a, a like an action movie where it's you happen upon these villains and then you get like into a fight with each one of them individually. You're yeah. like, great, he just shocked me. You're right. Why mm-hmm. is the scream lady just like attacking me out of nowhere? Well, and <laughs> we go cool places. Like we at, at a certain point we are in the sewers system, um, and then we break through like a wall and stuff. Like it's, yeah you travel a lot of places too it's not just Mm -hmm. like winding through the streets of new york so i think that's a that's a great thing about the ride as well the fire effects that come out of nowhere 
the like real fire from something that happens on Love the screen. That. Yeah. You know, that, that all that stuff's kind of cool too. Yeah. That's the 4D effect that we were talking about is yeah. it's not just you see it, it's not just you're riding it, but then we're going to throw some water in your face. Your we're hair gonna, is going to catch on fire. You're going to really be in it. <laughs> we're going to rumble your butt with this electricity. <laughs> so I have just, a, I guess, a Marvel question that Cheryl's definitely going to know. What's the deal with Hobgoblin and the pumpkins? Why does he so, throw pumpkins at you? That just like, it makes me feel a little bit like a little too Halloween Horror Nights. I always, it, it honestly takes me out in that moment. Honestly, I have no idea. What? I, I thought yeah, I you knew everything about this guy. Look, I, I know, know a lot about James Frank. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wonder if there's anything uh, that says why he has these. Uh... It's like a very niche weapon, I feel like. Like, oh, does whoops. he love Sleepy Hollow or... I was just looking at the Wikipedia about a hobgoblin, which is a completely different, not like a like a fantasy character. It's the hobgoblin, <laughs> right? Not right. A. Oops. Yeah. What I looked Wrong up hobgoblin. is because Norman Osborn was like a scientist, maybe, and he when he kidnaps Spider Man, he uses a gas pumpkin specifically designed to interact with Spider Man's blood chemistry, making him disoriented what? and weak. Maybe it was just oh. the cool thing to put this weird gas in. Okay. I ha- I so, and it's almost like throwing uh, kryptonite at Superman. Like you're yeah. throwing the... Interesting. Okay. He got well. it from his dad. Right, there's there's some poor listener that's like He's screaming like, at the radio right now. Like, Are you serious? I hate you. <laughs> I'm never listening to you again. You know nothing about <laughs> Spider-Man and his villains. The number is 555. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair. We... True. We don't know anything about Spider-Man, but we know that, and we're saying that. What we do know about is how much we enjoy theme park rides, and that's that's all we're doing here. You know? That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. We're having a good time. I can't see 3D. Um, <laughs> we've been sprayed with water. We've been the vehicle's been electrocuted. We've there's fire. It's very very hot. Yeah, winding through the streets. Like light us up. And then we then we observe Spider-Man fighting with Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Where then we're we're no longer kind of the the main focus in this scene. We're more observing, but it's tense because we're right there, you know. It's funny how it's like, yeah, you get caught up in the middle of it, and it's like now he has to watch out for us, yeah, and help us as he's battling. I almost feel like I feel bad. I'm like, you know what? Just leave me down yeah, on fine the street here. somewhere. Yeah, just go we're do fine. your thing. Yeah, the scoop will keep us safe. You're right. Well, and, like, the next part of the ride is exactly that. Like, somehow we got attached to, like, a web, and, like, we are going up high on a, a well, 15 million story building. Do you know what happens? We get we get hit with the anti-gravity cannon. Oh, that's what it and is. And it sends us up. And now that's a cool effect. Let's talk about... Mm-hmm. Let's talk about some effects in this. So you're you're surrounded by screens that you may or may not know, but from a story perspective, it looks like you're being lifted way, 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 way high up into the air, where in reality, your ride vehicle is not going up at all. Mm-mm. At all. It's not. It's not. It's it's like shifting and adjusting just a bit to make you kind of feel that. And the screens, the 3D screens around you are kind of rapidly going down, going down, like the, the yeah. image is that you're rising mm-hmm. up and the buildings are going down. So, um, and it's, yeah, if, if had prior to looking into this, if I was like, if someone asked me like, Did, does your ride vehicle like go up? I would have said yes, <laughs> definitely. Not that far, but I would have said it goes up a little bit. Yeah, it definitely tricks your brain. 
it's one of the coolest ride effects ever because it's so simple. Like, it's not like, you know, a lot of times nowadays we're looking for, like, that, hey, you have Harry Potter and it looks like he's really there. Like, that's very cool, sure. But this is just, like, the walls around you are moving down, but the screen is moving up, so it honestly feels like you are scaling an entire building. And then they flip you, and then they drop you, and it feels yeah. exactly the same like you're plummeting yeah. to your death. Yes. Yep. <laughs> it does. It's a hugely, hugely impressive scene. But thankfully, Spider-Man catches us in a web. Shoo! And simultaneously, we miss this part. He's also caught the rest of the villains in a web as well. Yes. Look so, at that. I guess there's a reason he's the most beloved superhero, because he's very good at it. He's very good at it. It's undeniable. Well... Yeah, well, we're it's fine. undeniable. It's undeniable. <laughs> well, it is undeniable, Ashby. You cannot deny it. That's you cannot. Fine. I'm sure there's people out there it. that are in in my corner. They're like, you know what? He's not the best. He can fling webs and capture people. But you know what Doctor Strange does? What? I'm not going to tell you. What? Come on, tell me one thing. <laughs> he spins a weird portal from his he's, chest. He's he's the the sorcerer supreme. Okay. He can do anything he wants he to. Could he shoot hands. webs out of his hand? If he wanted to, he could. He has well, a very deep voice, Benedict Cumberbatch. Wait, does yes, he kind of sound like me with my my cold voice? <laughs> yes, we're doing exactly a the same. Impression with like yeah. a very deep octave. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I've just been trying to use my professional um, actor voice these Dr. days. Wow, <laughs> fancy. I can't. I got a cough. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but it's pretty cool, though, because, I mean, while you're falling to your death, Spider-Man does. He saves the day, but that's what makes him a superhero. Like, great. It's really great. And then you head back, um, and Jameson's like, did you get the scoop? Right? What does he say? No. <laughs> if I were writing this attraction, that's what I would have had him say. <laughs> so, in the time that... You're falling. Not only does he have the time to collect these, like, villains, but he also has the time to find that anti-gravity gun and point it at his boss's office. Because as you're headed back to the Daily Bugle, you look up into his office and he is just floating. I get, I don't know about you guys, but I get a a mummy feel yes. at the end of this ride. Because mm-hmm. it's the whole office thing, you know, and you're, like, looking up at the office. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to be similar or created by somebody who did and then the same. Emotep I, I, you know. kills <laughs> the boss. <laughs> did Pants Bridge Awful. also make mummy? Because maybe that's a thing of his, you know? Right, oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Pants Bridge. <laughs> Pants Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> we, this oh, is like, he is our like, he- hero and we can't get his I name I know. Right. I'm so sorry we're messing your name up. Let's talk about some of the effects in this ride. Though. Well, actually, something else. In 2011, this ride went under a major refurbishment, and the results were spectacular. They did like a 4K to all the screens, and they just look so, so, so good. And if you were to pull up, um, you know, like on a YouTube or something, a ride through a video from prior to the refurbishment and then after, it's such a game changer. I think I mentioned this on the Mission Space episode, but you don't... You didn't notice that the the movie screens on that ride were not great until after the refurbishment when you were like, holy shit, now it looks like we're going to Mars, where previously it looked like we were on a (laughs) simulator going to Mars. Same thing. I don't think anyone looked at Spider-Man and said, oh, this looks terrible. But when the screens were updated, 
and the sets were updated, it was just like, okay, wow. Like, this is beautiful and amazing and Mm -hmm. really, like, really, really great refurbishment. Sometimes refurbishments come back and you're like, what happened? (laughs) This was a great one. Yeah. Yeah. Wipe the dust off. Exactly. This was a really good one. A system upgrade that we'll never understand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which is great, but we'll never know. Um, Similarly on YouTube, I found a video that was a ride through with the lights on. And it made me, it was so good. It made me appreciate how this ride operates. Made me appreciate um, how it all works and how giant these screens are and how seamlessly they blend in with the sets around you. And part of me wishes maybe the lights were on a little bit more in the ride so you could could notice the sets a little bit better because they're really cool. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess it is pretty dark when you're riding around. I feel like if these theme parks, you know, get hard up on money, like, you know how the... Merry, very Merry Christmas, not the, those, but the not-so-scary Halloween parties were a way to drive business during slow periods. Like, let's have nerd night, right? Like, so three hours, we're going to keep oh, all the lights yes. on. We're going to play, like, this random song that we all want to listen to yep. on, like, a roller coaster. Like, let's do that. Cater to the or, nerds. Like, <laughs> cater to the nerds. Have, like, Imagineers doing, like, talks. We play like old background music. God, this is a great idea. Can we Nerd have a night. guy walk us through the queue and explain to me every detail? Yes, I, I would pay. Yes, for yes, that. yes. I would pay so much money for that. <laughs> That's crazy that they have not thought of something like that. No, yet. and it's just like, and it's an expensive ticket because it's for nerds. Like it's, it's like, hey, right, fam- this right. like family is like, or families can, but like know what this is. This is not. This is go- this is a destroyer of magic, but it creates its own magic kind of format. Right. It's for the podcasters and the vloggers and the Instagram people and the books yeah, and the nerds yeah. and everybody. It's for us, you guys. It's for us. I would dinner go. with an Imagineer. Oh my god! Just like at the Kennedy Space Center with the astronauts. Yeah, like, that's what I was thinking. Of. <laughs> Wait, so Joe, this was news this week that they did the um, Tiffin's talk trek. T- Trek talk or whatever with Joe Rohde at Tiffin's, and it was like all the reservations were scooped up in like thirty minutes. So what oh, you're saying wow. is our idea that we just came up with Joe Rohde's already done it. But he's only having dinner at Tiffin's. Like I want to yeah. walk around. I want to. I want Joe Rohde to give me a piggyback ride all we throughout want Pants Pandora. Bridge to take a scene by scene I mean, and show Pants Bridge. Pa- I want to take <laughs> Pants Bridge by the hand. <laughs> Trowbridge. Oh my gosh. Trowbridge. God love him. I mean, seriously, I love him. We appreciate him. So, yeah, I would, I would, if you're interested in that at all, that's a video. I'm sure if you just Googled, like, Spider Adventures of Spider-Man with the lights on, you could find it. But it was, I loved it. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't a magic ruiner for me. It definitely, like, made me appreciate the ride system that much more. So. I like it. Very cool. Hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of drama linked to... <sighs> Marvel and Spider-Man even kind of specifically linked to theme parks. So as mentioned earlier, Universal holds the exclusive theme park rights to Marvel characters. Now, awkwardly, in 2009, Disney bought Marvel. It was like, it was a non-nerd news story. Like it was on every cable news network. It was a big, big, big purchase. You were under a rock if you didn't know about that. It was a big deal. And then very quickly, the nerds out there, including the three of us, were like, what are they going to do about Superhero Island? Um, (laughs) And the deal was that Disney cannot use the Marvel name 
um, or images of the characters or references to their characters that are currently represented at Universal. They cannot use them in the U.S. or in Japan. Those are the only places they cannot use them. That Japan sounded random, but Universal Studios in Japan also has a Spider-Man ride there as well. I failed to mention that. That opened in 2004. So that was the deal. And there's also some inside the U.S. geographical concerns there as well. So west of the Mississippi, Disney was allowed to use um, Marvel likenesses. Um, but not the Marvel name. That's the interest, the most interesting part. Do you think it's in the contract like that? Like it actually yeah. says west of the Mississippi? Because that yeah. sounds like yes. something from like the Lois and Clark days. Like the Louisiana Purchase, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yes, they reference. West of the Mississippi. No, seriously. And so that's why like the Avengers campus that's being built out in Disneyland, which is going to be really cool, isn't going to reference Marvel. It's referencing the Avengers. Oh. They still can't use the name Marvel on anything. So crazy. And you've mentioned this before previously, Cheryl, but like um, a, a lot of the times the monorail in Florida will get a wrap for an upcoming movie to promote it. And whenever they have a Marvel movie, that's the, the it's the monorail that, it's never the Epcot line because the monorail mm-hmm. Epcot goes through the park, like it does a little loop and you can't, it can't be represented inside the parks. So it's only like the, um, resort lines that can have the marvel wraps just really really interesting like corp big business corporate deal stuff going on here and the avengers campus in disneyland is building one of their headliners is going to be a spider-man attraction so it'll be really interesting to see like disney's take on the exact same character you like how they do it also it's been funny like with all of marvel coming up and like being so close to the parks and like the little things that they do to promote it so like with the monorail and the buses but like even when doctor strange came out there was a face character in the florida parks Mm -hmm. at disney's hollywood studios but they could they didn't announce it like they didn't say doctor strange was meeting there was like a um a newspaper that had like times on it and that was the only way that you kind of knew that he was going to be there and win Mm -hmm. and like the people in the know knew to go but other than that like there was no way saying hey come meet doctor strange over at disney's hollywood Studios. and is that because doctor strange is not represented in universal though yes but I think that they're even more cautious to not get sued, so they go through those, like, weird hoops to yeah. not even worry about it. So, like, they had yeah. Doctor Strange, and I think that's why Guardians of the Galaxy is going to be a ride. Yes. But yeah. they still are very weird about how they do it. Because Guardians of the Galaxy is allowed to be in Florida. They're building a new roller coaster in Epcot um, because they are not referenced in any other Marvel, uh, any other Universal park at all. They're, they're new, right? They're newer characters to the Marvel Universe is from the Disney era. Um, so they're, they can be anywhere they want. So they're going to be an Epcot. Well, uh, I, I love that, like, I'm sure there's a, you know, the loophole of, because Disney Cruise Line, you know, they have the Marvel Day at Sea. <laughs> Not continental US. Right? So yeah. it's like, oh, we can get away with waters. it here. Yeah, we'll take you to waters. Mexico and celebrate Captain America. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So interesting. I love it. I love it. It's just been really interesting to, like, watch. Um because I was involved in theme parks in 2009. So I remember that and thinking like, oh, maybe the lease will expire in a couple years. And like Universal does a big overhaul of Marvel. That was my guess at mm-hmm. the time. Did not happen. And even at that time, Marvel, the movie studios, was nothing. I mean, 
I think maybe there was an Iron Man movie out, but it was not the kind of franchise feel, you know, interconnected universe and this whole thing um, like it is right now. It took 10 years for that to happen in the movies, but it's really interesting how it... Well, it's it's also funny because, like, I had that similar mindset of, like, it's just kind of waiting for um, Superhero Island to just kind of slowly disappear. And I remember when um, they were going to... they. I didn't know what they were doing, but I saw that they, the news articles about them taking apart Hulk, you know, they were taking track pieces down and things like that. And I was like, oh, here it is. This is the beginning of the end. And then it was like, nope, we're just redoing the track. And I was like, oh my God. Rebuilt the entire roller coaster. Putting so much money into this thing. And I, I mean, I guess it's there for a while. Well, and it's also like, I, I love Disney, but you also feel kind of like a playground bully where it's like, I just bought all your toys. Like, what are you going to do? Because <laughs> yeah. Marvel is yeah. such a big franchise. Like you, There's nothing you can replace that with. Like, you can't make that DC Island, for one, because of what, like, Six Flags that owns it or something. But right. you right. also, like, what's going to top it? You might as well just lease it from Disney. And the Disney's like, great. And, I mean, us Central Floridians who are so nerdy when we walk through that land, I, I always hear someone being like, oh, where are we, Disney? And you're like, Great. <laughs> so gross. Great. And, and all you just wish is Rosie O'Donnell was back here again. Back, right. Yes. Back when things were wholesome. Simpler days, guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, and good for Universal for like kind of exploiting being exploited because they push like Hulk and Spider-Man and all the heroes like merchandise so hard. There's mm-hmm. a there's a Hulk T-shirt in every store at Universal because they're like we can sell this still <laughs> like they just <laughs> go for it and it's and it's the cartoon image but like if you're a little kid who's a fan of Marvel you don't care I mean yeah you, you don't, don't want care. Mark you're, you're not noticing that I do <laughs> but again we're not that target market but I just good for Universal for saying like well while we still have not while we still have this we still have this and we are going to sell this and make money off of it so mm-hmm. yeah they double downed on Superhero Island over the past couple of years yeah and I support it except for the Doom thing the Doctor Doom Ugh. <laughs> but that's that's unfortunate because it falls under the uh, um, you know Fantastic Four and that poor thing franchise got ruined in the last movie did not know so it's just been they've had a rough ride (laughs) what are those little groups so what are the marvel groups there are the avengers Mm -hmm. there's the there's a well you have fantastic four you have x-men x-men wow okay there's another group with uh, that where some of the avengers were well and the avengers changes too well there's the sinister syndicate Yeah, yeah. Is that a real? I thought that was just for this ride. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's real. Oh. It is real. Yeah, and that also has changed. It's not always been those villains either. Hobgoblin. Because the comics, every I mean, it's like people are going in and out of groups and making their own groups, and it's all over the place. It's like high school all over again. Right? I was trying to remember. There was a name of another group that, um, shoot, I remember reading about when the Avengers were coming out because there was a whole, oh, what was his name? There was a character who started kind of – the story around this character started with the, the stones. Like the Infinity Stones? Name. Yeah, the Infinity Stones. He was oh. a big part of them. And he never – he has never to this day shown up in one of the movies except there was a hint at him in Guardians of the Galaxy. There was a, a, a pod, the collector, hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There was like a little pod in one of the cases that was supposedly the character's um, – 
cool. The, what he was like in or something. I don't even know. I can't remember. I, I wish I could remember his name as I'm talking about him. We're getting again. Somebody at the, the listening to us is screaming. You idiots! <laughs> Honestly, if you have any like Marvel podcasts you want us to like shout out yeah, to, and we should have done some homework. We absolutely will. Yeah, we yes. should. We'd like to. We. And I'd love to learn more. I need someone to tell me about these things. What, Cheryl, since you were on the ride most recently, what is the restraint system on the on the scoop vehicle? Are you you're you're not are you seat belted or is it a lap bar or what's are you not belted in? What's the situation? You know, I don't remember. I feel like it might be a lap bar. Yeah, I can't picture it. Because it does throw you kind of a lap, but that door really Uh does secure you in. Like you just That's true. I don't remember. It might be like a dinosaur bar, grab bar in the front. Because I was grab too excited bar. trying to figure out what Scoop stood for. Me too. That's what I, why I asked, actually, <laughs> is I've always just been, like, so excited on the ride that I, I don't kind of can't keep note of that, of mm-hmm. the restraints. So. All right. So let's imagine this world where Disney's, like, for whatever reason, the deal is over and you got to replace Superhero Island. What would you guys replace it with? I'm putting you on the spot here. Oh, wow. Wait, so, wait a minute. Say the question one more time. Disney's like, no more Marvel. We get it all. And they oh, force right. Universal okay. to close Ooh. Superhero Island. Mm-hmm. What I goes in its place? 80s Island. So, you know, a Bill oh. and Ted, make Doctor Doom Bill and Ted, where it's your... Brilliant. Yeah, like telephone Brilliant. booth. You go up and down through the tubes. I want meet and greets with the breakfast. No, I want a breakfast, character breakfast meet and greet with the breakfast club. Like, I Hilarious. Oh, wow. You could I, do Back to the Future, right? The, and they have that. Like, bring the DeLorean yeah. over. That old man who yep. wants to be Dr. Yep. Brown. Like, make that That's happen. Brilliant. He's so good. Yeah. And they own, like, all those John Hughes movies, Twister. Mm-hmm. Like, anything. Well, whatever. Oh, I love Twister. So now that you said t- Twister, though, I would make it Helen Hunt Island. <laughs> sure. The 90s Island speed bus ride. Like, put that I, in there. <laughs> I feel like Jurassic Park is already 90s Island. They should just You're go right, for right, it, right, right. though. Just expand it. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Twister and Jurassic Park and speed. Yeah. But for, I mean, since both of these, like, Disney's Hollywood Studios and especially Universal Studios, because they, I feel like, keep closer to the movies than Hollywood Studios does. Like, yeah. that was the original goal, was to bring you into the movies. Like, let's do it. Because yeah, nostalgia give... is back. When the world burns around you, you look back to happier times. So, <laughs> it's back. <laughs> right. Happier times had the, the frat pack and the brat pack. Hmm. I think that's a great idea, Cheryl. I'm... Thank you. We'll send that it's on got, to it's got, got It's got potential. Let's see if we can get Trow. She's got potential. Yeah, Trowbridge. What you think about it, sir? Yeah, get on that. What do you guys think? What would you be? What would you like to say? I mean, I'm still holding out, fingers crossed, and I think Universal will at some point do it. There needs to be a Lord of the Rings themed <laughs> land. I love it. I think that is fantastic. I, I, I don't think it should go where uh, Marvel, the superhero island, is because that's not enough room. <laughs> oh, okay. But I think it. Ha- I mean, I'm still holding out for that. What's that called? The park epic or whatever it's called. The new park. That they're working on. Epic Universe. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. I'm whole I'm like f- hoping Ashby, that that walk me through is part this. of it. So like Avatar, <laughs> not a fan, never saw the movie, love the theme mm-hmm. park land. So I think that it can be done, but what are you gonna sell me on? What are these rides gonna look like? What what am I doing in in this 
Lord uh, of the Rings land. There's just so many things that you could do. I mean, you can ride on the back of an eagle. You can ride on the back of a tree. <laughs> you can... A lot of riding um, on the backs of things. You can ride in barrels down the water. Like, there's a lot of ride elements I'm in thinking, the stories. Lord of the Rings land, I go ring shopping. I get a mani-pedi on my hairy feet. <laughs> like, what am I doing? <laughs> Lord of the there's, Rings has a spa. There's a ride oh where I'm just trying to get to the end of it, and Gandalf just keeps popping up. You won't pass. You cannot pass. And then you do pass. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I would even take, like, I want, I mean, no spoilers here, but I want, like, Galaxy, I mean, uh, Rise of the Resistance level attraction experience so with Lord of the Rings. So you just want to ride the Lord of the Rings movie. Give, give me movies. that. Give me that. And as long as it's, like, that level, I'm in. Okay, okay. But if you can't give, if you can't give me that type of a ride, then I want a whole land. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would or give me give me Hobbiton like I can't go to uh, New Zealand right now so I, if you could just give it to me in Orlando I just hope that Hobbit beers taste good because I think I might skip all oh. of it <laughs> I, I like that idea but I would like that everything's a little bit bigger like just slightly bigger like that we're Hobbits that would be oh, cool. oh yeah yeah, yeah. so you don't have to like bend over every time you walk yeah. through a door oh, yeah not to. like not like tiny, tiny, but like just a little smaller. So like your feet dangle when you take that picture on a bench or something. Like that would uh-huh. be fun. Yep. <laughs> that would yep. be really fun. I see the photo ops with that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I definitely want to meet Gandalf and take a picture with him. God, me too. Like, I would like wizard and a oh, wizard. I would like a wizard's duel out on the lake between Harry oh, oh. between Dumbledore and Gandalf. That would be insane. They need a nighttime spectacular in that lagoon. Like, why aren't they doing that? Right. Why have they never done that? Have they done that? I don't remember them never doing anything there. Great oh, question. like on the water? Yeah. At Islands of Adventure? They did like, hmm. oh, there. No, I don't know about that. It's weird. There's definitely a reason. Probably sinkholes. <laughs> Molly, any thoughts for you? Any any lands you'd like to see? No. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't I have an answer. Absolutely not. <laughs> I feel like the, absolutely the not. hard part is, is no matter what they put in there, I feel like Disney's just going to buy it later and be like, ha Right, right. Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine, like, Universal's like, all right, what can we go for? Yeah. What franchise will Disney never touch? Well, Disney is still resentful that they didn't get Harry Potter, and they're they're going to punish Universal forever. Right. <laughs> they, really, they really are. They're so, right. they're vindictive about it. They can't believe they were beat at their own game that they're just going to buy up every universal property till the end of time i love like imagining that bob i know bob probably isn't the one who like you know put this all together but like bob Iger sitting in an office going oh how can i get universal back uh, let's buy star wars yeah. and marvel yeah uh, can we buy fox. harry potter yeah. crap we can't okay all right uh, fox yeah let's buy fox he just has like a picture of harry potter in his in his office but it's like a voodoo doll <laughs> like he just keeps throwing shit at it and his right, eyes have right. been hexed out and stuff yeah he's like what about spielberg can we get him spielberg's like no i'm staying with universal bitches <laughs> yeah so i don't know i think disney has not disney not officially but i've you know nerds have always wanted to disney to build a fifth gate that was like villains based which mm-hmm. would be unbelievable mm-hmm. and obviously universal is the leader in like scary entertainment. I think it would be, I don't think I even want this, but I think they could do a very good job at doing like a, a year round scary Island 
kind of a thing. Not Scary Island Housewives, but some sort of like horror based um, experience over there. I think that would be kind of interesting. Well, did you just did you see that they no. uh, just revealed plans for the classic Monsters Land at no. Epic Universe? Yeah. I think it was just today or yesterday no. they just announced that. Okay, I swear, no, I did not say that. Yeah, okay. crazy. I haven't, I haven't actually read the article all the way through. I just saw the headline. I about... was thinking like Freddy and Jason, but I kind of like right, the idea right, of right, classic right. monsters even better. That's better theming, like environment, yeah. environment wise. That's I mean, really they cool. Fail, they, they failed their movie plan, but like hopefully this land can really. Uh, <laughs> Tom Cruise killed that take, movie plan. Take shape. <laughs> what, what are the plans though? It's like it's um gonna be like. That just that like classic monster land. I don't know. I oh, again, I haven't read it. I just saw the article headline today. People were who's starting to manning share it. our Twitter. We need to get into this. I know it's crazy. Oh, that's cool. Um, that makes me happy. I'm very excited for this epic universe thing. Uh, when was the last time we had a brand new park? I mean, it it was Islands of Adventure. That was the, the yeah. That's crazy. I mean, we've gotten these incredible immersive lands, but an entirely new theme park. Like, the idea of getting to know a new... This sounds so nerdy. Nerd night. The idea of getting to <laughs> getting to know a brand new, like, entryway, that is so exciting. Like, like where are they going to put the Starbucks? Where is the Starbucks going to be? Where are the Starbucks locations going to be? <laughs> right. But, like, what's the weenie and, like... Uh, I'm even interested for Universal since it's taking place a little bit ways away from their main like, campus or resort. How do you get there? Like, how are they going to do all this stuff? I'm just very interested in it. It's also exciting because it's like, you know, I, most likely it's going to be such a cool, like, you know, because most parks now, it's like upgrade after upgrade. So we have a mix of old and new, and this thing's going to be all brand new. Brand so what a cool new. thing to see, like... A state-of-the-art, I'm using air quotes here, state-of-the-art theme park that's built in, you know, the the 2020 era. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's really cool. It's going to be neat. I'm yeah. I'm very, very excited for it. Mm-hmm. So, Universal, we'll be watching closely. Apparently, yeah, don't F it up. Don't F it up. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, F it up. That might make be the episode it. of the podcast a little bit more fun. If they F it up? Yeah. <laughs> that's true it's like wow guys let's talk about it you blew it what are those trash cans oh man we will go deep into trash cans i'm sure oh my gosh that's amazing oh any other kind of notes uh, or things you guys want to talk about spider-man no, it um ends in the gift shop, and I don't think it's always been this way, but there's a moment at the end of it where Spider-Man is like, thanks for coming along, and then he takes out his camera and takes a picture. And I feel like that used to be where the picture was taken of the ride, but it clearly isn't anymore. Like, now they wait until they, like, whip you and take a picture at some point earlier on because you get flashed in the face. And it wasn't until the very end that I was like, oh, is there an on-ride photo? And when you get to the gift shop, there is, but you can't view it unless you go talk to someone. So most of us will oh. never see those photos. Oh, gross. No. That's Remove so that barrier. Annoying. How silly. Yeah, just put a screen up. Silly. Please. I swear, I feel like if theme parks made, could do like a digital download of your picture for $5, they would make a million dollars in a day. Oh, for sure. The prices are right? just Right? Because everyone, everyone would do it. They'd be like, yeah, I like that. That's totally worth it. And they well, would just even, do it. We'd all do I it. I mean, like like Disneyland, I 
just went and did the max pass uh, thing where you, well the price has gone up again but like 20 bucks for a day and i get all the photo pass photos plus i get to use their online fast pass system it's totally worth it i mean just it's a, yeah remove the barriers for photos and they'll make that money back oh for sure you don't have for to sure. have cast members do any sort of checkout like it's just a qr code or something that you scan and it's like purchase it's like yes i'd yep. love to purchase i would spend 20 dollars a day on ride photos Right. And feel like right, it was right. worth it. So. Yeah. Yep. Invite us to the meetings. Get on I know. That. Come on. You got experts right here. I'm telling you what I want to spend my money on. And it's all dumb. <laughs> it's <laughs> right. a nerd night with your Imagineers engineer people oh, telling me why they yes. built it. And then it's a $5 download. I don't even care if it's an Imagineer. Like, I just want to walk around with a cast member. Yeah. Give who, them all that who information. read the training. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I was going to say, can, we might need to add a few filters to that. Yeah, like, like you have to, like, they have to, like, apply for this position. It's, like, a good, like, it's a cool thing. They can carry the paper around that says, when you get to this scene, tell them this. I'm fine with that. <laughs> sure, whatever, yeah. You know what? Just give me the paper. Give me the paper. I'll read it myself. I'll pay $10 for that paper. <laughs> right. I'll spend a lot more than that on that paper. Honestly, just tell me what section of Wikipedia to read in which room, and I'm happy. Sure. sure. That's it. Um, yeah, Spider-Man is a great, great ride. I think Spider-Man was the ride I rode when going to the Universal for the first time where I was like, oh, yeah, this place is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I rode Hulk first and I was like, okay, well, I get it, but I don't like roller coasters. And then we went on Spider-Man and I was like, okay, Universal rules. Give me more. Mm-hmm. It was great. Agreed. Yeah, it's Let a fantastic. You definitely go and ride it. Even if the wait is 25 minutes, like... Well worth it. Does Go it, and, and wait in line. Does it get... I mean, it's such a great ride. Does it... Is it just so good at pulling people through? Or does it have longer wait times? I mean, us saying that's 25 minutes kind of makes it sound like it's, like, not popular. I think... I feel like it's very popular. But I've also never oh, yeah. seen it have yeah. a long wait. It's really interesting. Yeah, I don't... I feel like it's a mix of it. It probably is a pretty good throughput, but also like because it is dated and people have ridden it a lot, it's it's more of like the classic, you know, like yeah. it can just handle better than Peter Pan. Yeah, let's not go down that road again. And you, you forget the, like Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure and King Kong. So there are newer rides that people feel like they have to go to for that weight. So Spider Man is still good just point. as great. It just may not be pulling like the hey demand Ooh. I have to go to first. Islands of Adventure right. has such good rides. It yeah it's yeah been yeah. Pretty great. Jurassic Park, Hulk, Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. As a Cat snobby, as a snobby <laughs> Central Floridian, twenty minutes is a steal for this ride. So agreed. It. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> and the and like you said, the queue is interesting. Like mm-hmm. there's some stuff going on. It sets the scene for the ride pretty well. Like there's some pre-story there, so yep. it's worth it. Do it. Ride Spider-Man. Do it. Spider-Man, ride Spider-Man. <laughs> and while you're at it, swing on over to our Instagram. Yep. Give us a like little us, like. Like us, follow us, comment. We love to chat with you guys. Love so it. send us, send Find us, us a on note. Twitter, tell us about Marvel characters. We care Please. and we're listening. <laughs> Please let us know how much we screwed up yes, on we... the lore of Marvel, and I somehow I brought DC into it. Somehow. So if you want to go there too, <laughs> in Lord of the Rings, don't forget. Okay, well you know what? That's a whole different subject. But I'll talk to anybody about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. See you next time. <laughs>